You've tuned in to a four-headed sausage production. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned in because your favorite program is coming up next. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of the My Mind podcast with me, Stephen Taylor. And we're going to take a few, a few things and we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. So sit back, relax and let's start the show. Hello and welcome to the My Mind podcast. This is episode 58, I think. Uh, no, it is. It is 58. I miscalled the last one. said it was 58, but it was actually 57. So, you know, if you picked up on that, congratulations. You've won absolutely nothing. But this is episode 58. And thank you all for uh, coming back. You know, I've got a special shout out. I'm going to do this early. I've got a special shout out to uh, uh, a dear friend over in the, the old Emerald Isle. Hence the Irish-esque intro. And I just want to say thank you brother for listening all the way over on that side of the planet or rather north of where i am so thank you thank you very much and hopefully you enjoy enjoy this show as well this week not much has happened actually we're talking about because we're I'm, I'm actually trying to get over there in the in the middle of the year i'm trying to trying to get to the old emerald isle get to uh britain and Wherever else I'm trying to get to, where am I going? Ireland. Uh, it, it's his. It's his wedding. Funny enough, and uh, well, not funny enough. You know, it, it's not funny. Like, you know, he he was never going to get married. It's funny. Like, you know, the state of the world at the moment. It's hard to travel, so it's interesting for Joe Blow averages travel. It's not uncommon for like people with stature to travel. But people with zero standing <laughs> in the community, you know, we're not we're not really travelers. We're really stay-at-homers, as it were, because we're not allowed to travel. The powers of B haven't deemed that we can travel. No, we can travel now. We can travel now. But before it was, you know, a bit uh, tentative, as it were. So we're going over there. Um, uh, a couple of a couple of people, a couple of Aussies, a couple of Aussies going over there. So, you know, really, really tra- trash things up. I know that was American, but <laughs> we're not going over there to be American. We're going over there to be, we're going over there to support our friend. He's a childhood friend. I've known him for most of my life. It was just an all around dude. When I was living, um, when I, when I moved out of home, uh, or moved out of, um, out of Sydney rather, he, he and I just, well, he and I have always gotten on and he was my brother's friend and we'd always gotten along. And then, you know, when we, we moved into the same house together and we're living in share houses with, you know, a couple other people, my brother and that, and we just hit it off, you know, we were just like playing games all the time, like hanging out. He was working. I had no job cause I had no hope, <laughs> but, um, but you know, he, he and I, we got along so well. And we just play games and chill and chat, talk about life and that kind of stuff and, you know, drink a little bit and whatever. And it was just, it was just awesome, eh? You know, like, you know, when you just find someone in your life and you just realize that 
you you're both kindred spirits as it were not soulmates but you both think on the same level you know you don't disagree on much but you agree on plenty you know and that's what it was like and it was really nice it's awesome it's the best thing when you agree with someone especially when it's something that's agreeable <laughs> you know like you don't want to be agreeing with someone over you know like oh um gays are bad <laughs> you know what i mean you don't want to agree with people over that you know but you can agree with like oh yeah black's a cool color <laughs> uh you know red's red's awesome i like the color red anyway um yeah so so we're going over here i really want to support him and because because he, he was there for my wedding he was a massive help for my wedding as well so I, I really want to go over there and and just see how he's living as well like not necessarily to like poke fun but just to see what other cultures are like because that's you know i talk about it on here a little bit is that the the best thing about being a human or a person is experiencing other people's lives is experiencing how they live you know take take my auntie for example you know like i would never want to do it but you know traditionally in australia you grow up with a house and a yard and you know one or two cars brother and sister and you know that's your life you go to school whatever for for my auntie it was you know you grow up in a village you have one hut <laughs> three families live in the hut <laughs> you're all delegated at the start of the day to start the fire for one so you can cook the rice for lunchtime then you have to go get the rice then you have to take the rice back home and then take some of it down to the river to wash then you have to boil your water so you can you know it's it a massive process just to get up that's just to get up and so you can have something to eat and then that meal would be your last meal it'd be your first and last meal of the day because it's you know extreme poverty because that's what some people live through and some people still live to it i'm not trying to get all like preachy preachy but some people still live through that and live uh, for that not for it but they don't have a choice and world world hunger and famine is you know the biggest plague rather than it's the biggest disease <laughs> rather than, you know, whatever else has been kicking around. You know, there's so much bigger things that, you know, whether it be the media or our own like self-indulgence or our own like train of thought, we just choose not to think of those things. I mean, cause you know, if you thought about all the world's problems, you wouldn't go outside. <laughs> you would, you'd be broke. You know, my son said to me, we were away on our little holiday. And he said to me, all right, you know, there's a lot of homeless people here. And I said, well, you know, sometimes it's either comes down to people's choices or sometimes it comes down to their, their, their situation. You know, they were, they were caught in a bad situation where they couldn't provide and one thing led to another and they, they lost some things like their house or whatever. But sometimes it's it's sometimes their own choice. Sometimes it was choosing um a i didn't say drugs but sometimes drugs or alcohol sometimes they chose that as their direction to go and he said i just want to give them all money and i said mate if you gave more money 
We'd be on the street. <laughs> That's where we'd be. If you gave every homeless person all your money, that's where we would end up. We would be begging for change. So sometimes you can't just throw money at a situation. Sometimes it's more about opportunity. I know people see money as opportunities, but sometimes just being and being able to give, you know, a job or a chore or something like that, you know, like sometimes there's more weight in the opportunity of choice than the weight of just giving money because you can give money to anybody. But it's going to be up to them how they use it. You can give people a job and they have to excel at it to earn the money. You know, it's a, it makes a little bit more sense in my head. And I'm not like, just before you go on and attack me, I'm not saying this to be negative towards anyone's plight. I'm just saying that you just can't fix all the world's problems. And if you spent all the time thinking about the world's problems, you would have more problems yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, let's talk about something else. So we're going over to Ireland. Um, I've got big plans. I'm planning on going over and seeing a couple of friends over there. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I want to do... I want to go to London first. Go to London town. And go to Essex. I want to go to Blackpool. Because, you know... I've heard great things about Blackpool. I've heard nothing good about Blackpool, but I want to go. It's been a dream ever since I watched um, Danny Dyer's Dead, Danny Dyer's Deadliest Men. I've always wanted to go to Blackpool. Where I'm going this week is Blackpool to see the infamous bouncer. I can't remember the bouncer's name, but it's hilarious. I love Danny Dyer. Danny Dyer's a legend, absolute legend. Football Factory, ever see Football Factory? Classic, classic British film. But you know, Anyway, so I want to go to Blackpool and then I want to, I want to go to, to Ireland after. I want Ireland to be my last stop. You know, I want to go to Dublin. I want to see the Guinness factory and all that jazz. You know, I want to do the touristy stuff. I want to see, um, you know, I want to see touristy things. That's, that's my niche. Touristy, touristy stuff, you know, because it's what you do. And because, you know, touristy things at one point were just history. And before, no, 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 no. Before that, with all these touristy things, it was just like someone's house, you know, or it was like someone's, someone's, um, family's monument, you know, it was, de it was before it was someone paying to see, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> what am I trying to say? Instead of someone paying to go into a cave, it was just a cave, you know, it's, it's it's crazy how we see these natural and man-built phenomenons. They weren't necessarily built as tourist attractions. They were just built. <laughs> they were just a thing. A thing that people um people people you know, I'll use an example. So like there's these um there's this tree in the Blue Mountains called the Explorer's Tree, where all the explorers marked it and kind of carved their initials into the tree. At that time, they weren't thinking, oh, you know what? In a hundred years, people are going to put this tree in a cage and preserve it for the rest of all time to know what we did here. They probably weren't thinking that. They're probably like, you know what? Let's just mark the halfway point <laughs> of like our journey. So if we get lost, <laughs> we can find our way back to this tree and know that, or at least we're halfway back. 
to the coast or we're halfway inland, you know. That's more of what the trees markings were about. I don't know any of that. But that's what I'm I'm guessing. Why else would you mark a tree? It's like, you know, leaving the breadcrumbs like in the Hansel and Gretel story, you know. You just you're trying to make your way back or two. Right? And no one thought that was going to be a tourist. It's barely a tourist attraction these days. Cause no one really, cause like it seems to be a bit lost that <laughs> because like my hometown, uh, Bathurst is a, it was a, 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 an inland settlement. It was the first inland settlement from Sydney. A lot of people they you know, they built all the towns on the East coast first and down and up or whatever. And they, the first, the first town they built inland was, was Bathurst. And that kind of became like the central hub of the, the, the country community. Cause they wanted grassland and, you know, they wanted to grow wheat or whatever <laughs> Europeans want to do, you know, grow Herefords and stuff. So they, you know, they, they went in three hours, which probably took like 14 days or something. You know? Anyway, the, the path was built by convicts. So prisoners. They were built by prisoners and <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at that. So I've had a lot of coffee this morning. Uh, they built, they built them and it's kind of frowned upon that, you know, we should glorify these white people, these white explorers. It's, it's not a touchy thing. It's just, you know, basically it was built by slave labor, but they were the times. They were the times. It was just the way it was. Like it's vilified now that an apprentice does all the work and gets yelled at for not doing a good job. That's just, that was just a byproduct of the industry. The industry of the times was that, you know, apprentices had to do all the work while the chefs or the, the tradesmen did all the, the work that required thinking because that's what the trade is. You know, sometimes you're required to think and sometimes you're required to do jobs that are above the apprentice, which are menu planning and stuff like that. I'll use chefing as an example, right? Apprentices can't just jump into menu planning and start deciding what's on the menu. They have to do the core work first. They have to do the basic skills first. And then they have to sort out their basic skills and sort out, you know, what they're strong at and what they're going to be strong at rather than just jumping in and designing menus. That's what get lo- get gets lost in these shows like My Kitchen Rules and MasterChef and all that. It's just you're taking people, you're excelling them. The course is already short enough in hospitality to become a chef. Like it's so minimal. How long does the average person live for? Like 75, 80? Two and a half years of your life, man, you can be a qualified chef. Like that is ridiculous in Australia. That is ridiculous, right? When I was coming through, it was four years because I'm like a fool. It took me a long, a lot longer, <laughs> but I, you know, I got a lot of experience uh, elsewhere and doing stuff like that. So two and a half years, it's a very, some people aren't even married that long. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's such a small part of your life that, that you could be in two and a half years. You could like realistically be running a kitchen or like own your own kitchen or whatever. So like, it's very short and to have someone in like MasterChef go and do it and they, they rush it. How long's MasterChef film for? Does anyone know? I don't know. 
I think it's like six months, probably six months, even shorter. So now there's a qualified chef in six months and before they were just making casseroles at home. You're kidding me. And these people are coming in and trying to run the industry. It's insane. It's honestly insane. It's crazy because a lot of people that have their trade now before me put so much work in to apply themselves and create like a healthy industry of, you know, creating knowledge and passing down generational knowledge. No one still knows who Escoffier is. No one. Gets me all the time. Gets me. Try to explain the nuances of different types of cuts. Like there's a difference between a Macedon cut and a Pizan cut. And if you know what I'm talking about, then you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, then it's okay. Because, you know, it's not, this isn't a full-blown hospitality podcast, but it's my, it's my industry that I'm in, you know, you know, we all try and, we all try and get out and escape it, but hospitality is still, still pretty fun. I love it. I still love it. Mm. The one thing I don't love is just how everybody's a chef. It just, it'll always get me. It'll always like, mm. it's like if you're, if you're a boxer. (laughs) and you've trained all your life to be a boxer and you've been boxing since you were eight and then you know you're undefeated your whole run you're undefeated 30 fights and then you lose one fight and then there's that guy that's sitting on his couch going oh he should have put his hands up (laughs) really (laughs) you know what i mean that's what it's like that's what it's like right there. You know, some people train their whole life to become chefs and perfect their art form. And then one person has a bad meal and the one person sitting there is like, yeah, should use salt? <laughs> you know what he should have done? You know, cause, cause I've made, I've made this at home and what he should have done was he should have cut, he should have cut these vegetables thinner. <laughs> Like you're insane. That's insane. That's insane. That's crazy. Actually, I seen a cool, a cool idea on um. This is so off topic. <laughs> I seen a cool idea of doing like crispy potato, um, sweet potato. So like when you do like sweet potato, usually you just peel it into strips. But I seen this cool one where it was like um, it was like hair, you know. So it was clearly done on like a mandolin, and um, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm going to do that when I go to work today because that just seems really interesting to me. (laughs) It's it's like I see all these like weird ideas and in my head, a lot of people's head, they're like, oh, that's cool. Interesting. In my head, I'm like, oh, I got to try it. (laughs) I got to check it out. I got to see one, I can do it. Two, if it tastes nice. And three, what all the hype about is all about it. So, you know, you, you cook it, create it to digest and and break down and see why it's good because that's what a culinary mind will think of they'll think of why it's delicious not how no they do think of the how but they don't just see it as like a cool thing to like look at they see it as i need to do this because if i'm not doing it someone else is doing it you know because hospitality trend is so crazy it flips so fast one minute you're making po' boys and barmies, the next you're making like greasy freaking American sandwiches. And then the next minute 
you make an Italian subs. I'm super into Italian subs. I'll tell you what, my mate, uh, Simon, shout out Simon Ricketts. He's, um, he, he got me onto this guy called Meals by Suggs, Meals by Sug or Chug or Cug, uh, C-U-G, Meals by Sug. And he's like, oh, Marom, oh, Susan, you got to try this. this. And I'm like doing a really bad impersonation of him, but he's the coolest dude to eat a sandwich. And he's like, take care, brush your hair. Trademark, um, Sug, that's not me. I didn't make that trademark, but like, take care, brush your hair. You know, he's a legend and thank you so for getting me to watch him because he's inspired me to eat more Italian style sandwiches, man. I got like, so I got a panini the other day, you know, I got a panini. I'll do it like Al Pacino. Oh, I got a panini the other day and I had the pepperoni, the prosciutto, a bit of balsamic glaze and we had some, uh, hey, what are I on our sandwich, huh? Oh, wow, a big piece of a arugula. Oh, my Lord. It was the biggest piece of arugula. And I love a big piece of arugula. You know? You know how you do when I got the buffalo mozzarella. laid it on there thick. I closed it up. And then I toasted it. Oh, five minutes later. Oh, the crunch, oh, my own. You couldn't believe this sandwich, you know? It had a big bite. <laughs> it was. It was a great attack. It was a great sandwich. So today I'm probably going to make it again with a buffalo mozzarella. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. There's some words in like food, like food oriented words where you just don't say with your normal accent. Like, there was this chick on um, um, oh, my kitchen rules or master chef, and she would say like prosciutto, like prosciutto, like she'd be saying everything normal. She's like, yeah, yeah, the knockies, uh, the knockies, great. <laughs> the knockies, great. Um, the use of sage in here is is really nice, and they've done the the bernoisette. Um, they haven't done it, so it's too nutty and and too um dark and and burnt you know it's it's really nice this burnt was that it's really delicious but the addition of this prosciutto <laughs> the addition of the prosciutto has really made it you know it's the same like with the with buffalo mozzarella I don't say mozzarella I say not <laughs> the mozzarella the buffalo mozzarella you know or something like that there's other words that you just can't say. You can't say without an accent. Some, And it's not like you're not taking the piss out of like the accent or the people. You're just like saying it how you would imagine they say it. Like you shouldn't say Milan. You should say Milano. It's just the way it is. You should say that, you know. But there are some things that you probably shouldn't say. And we won't say them, but you know what they are. You shouldn't, you know, always go back to doing an accent for certain words and certain things. You shouldn't do that because that's, you know, no bueno. But, <laughs> but when it comes to the, the mozzarella you can do the mozzarella mm. yeah i tell you what um my friend and i simon obviously we love watching the sopranos and stuff <laughs> and we were just like spitballing the idea of making a ziti so i made a ziti because <laughs> we were like what's ziti what's a baked ziti and we we googled it and it's just a, a baked pasta dish kind of thing 
and we're like, you know what? Let's make a ziti. And we made the ziti and we made it and ate it. And we're like, it's not bad. <laughs> you know, we had to order in the rigatoni and stuff. The, or the ziti style pasta or whatever. But it was all right. It was good. I was very impressed with the ziti. Yeah. More impressed with, you know, my own ziti skills. <laughs> what the what the heck man hey there's no there's no like crazy skill i'm sure like a lot of nonas could make a better zd than i surely i'm just um <laughs> in the words of simon i'm just some skippy not bad for old skippy <laughs> or something like that he used to say yeah hang on i'll just sip the cap <clears throat> the cafe yeah <laughs> this coffee's good actually it's it's premium it's from the aldi shop but it's good. I like it. I'm enjoying it. What I'm enjoying now, because it's we're we're wrapping up. Because we're only doing half an hour shows these times. Because I've got a lot of um extracurricular stuff going on, and I'm not bragging. I'm not big timing or whatever. It's just like they're my circumstances. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm so busy. <laughs> like there's so many pros and cons to being busy. I've got a staff member on holiday at the minute, so like work is busy, and then I come home and. Uh, my wife's going away. She's leaving. To go to Queensland in a couple of <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that's funny to me. <laughs> she's going to Queensland um, for a little bit, which is north of here. So she's going away and she's written up a schedule for like babysitting duties for my son because I can't go. Up. I was going to go see... Um, one of my close friends, uh, T, I won't, I won't say your full name because you'll verbally bash me because I gave you that grandma voice that one time and I'm, I'm not fair. It wasn't fair, but I'm going to go see him. Oh no, sorry. She's, she's not going up to see him. I bloody hope not. She's going up to see him. She's going for, um, like a, a, a conferencing, a business. She's going for a business conference. You know, she's going up there to do some business. Um, she's going up there to do that stuff. So it's up to me and every single one of my family members and friends up here to take care. It takes a village to raise a child. My mother-in-law says, which is, um, wiser than I know what to do with it. They're very wise words. It was actually a happy, um, international women's day yesterday. And, uh, you know, we should all appreciate the women in our life. Cause I was raised predominantly by women. And I'm very grateful and eternally grateful for the wisdom that those women um, instilled in me and whatnot. Obviously, there were men in my life, but that sounds so weird. <laughs> Father figures in my life sound so much better. <laughs> A lot of men in my life. <laughs> no, there's um, there's influence everywhere. You just need to learn how to stop and see it. That was like the trouble I had when I was younger. But it was International Women's Day. So thank you to all the women that are out there doing a good job. Thank you to my wife. Thank you to my sister. Thank you to my grandma, my auntie, and all the other women that have helped share. My mother-in-law, thank you. My um, Thank you to everyone. Thank you to Kim's uh, lovely wife as well. Thank you to all the women because you're all here. You're all beautiful. You're all wonderful. And thank you. Thank you for just being there, you know, because that's the biggest thing that a mother or a sister or a wife can just be and do is just be there for not necessarily men, but anyone just being there 
to have a conversation, to be spoken to and to give advice because sometimes it's just about listening and that's what matters more. Some, I'm so guilty of this. Like when my wife wants to talk to me and I just start giving reasons and answers to like her griefs and <laughs> and stuff and she doesn't like it. Sometimes all that's required is that you listen. <laughs> and sometimes I don't know. I don't know that because I'm not crazy good at um, reading the room sometimes. You know, sometimes I just say dumb things because it's funny to me. So in my head, if it's funny to me, it might be funny to someone else, but that is 100% not the case. <laughs> you should never think that because, you know, I like to think I'm a pretty funny dude and I can, I can, you know, make people laugh. That's like my, I like to think that's my secret ability is I can make people, I can bring joy to people. That's why I, I like, I like speaking <laughs> because, you know, if one person laughs and you've done okay. Um, if you just keep offending people, then obviously it sucks, but whatever. Anyway, sometimes it's just required you listen. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it is. All it is is listening. And with that, just thank you. Thank you to everyone out there. Mm. Anyway, what were we talking about? Were we talking about sandwiches? No, 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 no. I think we're just, we're just saying happy, happy International Women's Day. Um, thank you all for, actually, I got my first uh, patron on Patreon and it was my wife. <laughs> and... I'm not bragging and you know, whatever anybody thinks, you'll just think, oh, he just forced her to do it. I didn't force her. I don't force my wife to do anything. Trust me. She definitely holds all the cards <laughs> in any decision that I've ever had to make. You know what I mean? Like she's definitely been either a positive or a negative influence on choices. You know, sometimes I do just buy things because I'm very impulsive, but for the most part, she does have a strong influence on my choice. And she just signed up. I didn't, I didn't prompt her to do it. I didn't say, please, can you please sign up? So at least there's one, she just did it. And I'm so thankful for her for doing that because it was just this small gesture that even though, even look, she signs up and we both get the money anyway, right? There's no disputing that we both see the money that she's just donated, but we still get taxed that money. <laughs> Patreon still takes some of that money. So it's not, so, you know, she donated, let's say $10. I only see eight, we see a return of $8. <laughs> so we have to donate $2 to Patreon because, you know, that's how the website survives or whatever. So thank you to my wife for being the first patron. This is the shout out. I sent her a message as well. And she was like, this message sounds so fake. And I was like, I was trying to be sincere. I was trying sincerity, you know, whatever. Thank you for signing up and any patrons that do sign up, you'll get a special shout out on this, this podcast. And I'll send you a message that I'll try to keep very sincere. Apparently it doesn't come out as sincere, but I'll try to be very sincere because that's my jam. I try to be sincere, but you know, whatever. And thank you. So now that you've heard the music, the closing credits music, we've got to get through this part because, you know, we're only doing shorter shows because I feel like the shorter the show, the more you guys will, will tune in. 
and listen because you don't need to take so much time out of your day to, to listen to it. You can just do it, you know, trip to work, trip back to work or whatever. So this is the part where we do the plugs. So we're just going to get through them. All right. So Instagram, my mind podcast, you can follow the journey, DM, whatever you can do stuff there. You can send me messages and stuff. Um, my mind podcast spelled M Y M N D P D C S T. That's the same as the Twitter. The Twitter's like that. The Twitch is like that. I've got a Twitch now. I'm going to start streaming next week. I'll put an Instagram post up when I do start what I'm starting to go live. So you guys can check out the Twitch channel. And it's an easy link to just to look at. I'm probably going to play Payday, Payday 2. That's what I'm thinking. I'll probably play it with my brother. I would say we'll do some like Payday heist. We'll try and do like a crime spree and stuff and keep the antidotes light and healthy and stuff. And so, what twi- Twitch, My Mind Podcast with no vows. No vows, guys. M-Y-M-N-D-P-D-C-S-T. That's where we're at. We're at no vows. Okay, no vows. Um, on Facebook, it's My Mind with Stephen Taylor, or it's My Mind with, uh, or My Mind Podcast. They're the Facebook group or the Facebook page. I can never remember. I struggle to remember that one. And then you've got, did I say Twitter? Twitter is My Mind Podcast, M-Y-M-N-D-P-D-C-S-T. I, I definitely said that one. And then you've got email. You can send emails. I accept emails. You can give me some questions or whatever. And that email address is mymindpodcast at gmail.com. You can send an email there. You can ask me a question. You can inquire about some merchandise. I got t-shirts. I can send you some t-shirts. With the mail system as it is, it takes like a little bit for like stuff to get sent. But look, it is what it is. We're happy to do it. I'm happy to do it. And is that it? Go, uh, actually go leave a five-star review on Spotify because you can do that now. You can do the five-star reviews on Spotify. Don't let me be the first one. Don't let me manhandle my wife into it. No, I'm not going to do that. Don't let me guilt her into doing it. You guys can leave a five-star review on Spotify now, eh? which makes it really easy. Just go, bam, five stars. You don't need to give a reason. Well, the reason is that you like the show, isn't it? Anyway, thank you. Have a lovely week and we'll talk soon. Bye.